Live at 5 Sports at Todd and Suhan brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Well, Jim, I think it was Tom Kelly used to say it's not who you play, it's when you play them. Uh, the Twins caught the Texas Rangers on a little downswing here, which was a good thing. Not that the Twins weren't playing well, they were. But still good to get the Rangers while they were a little slow. Three out of four against Texas, pretty good. Uh, yeah, that was a good series. And, and, you know, bigger picture, beautiful weekend at Target Field. Meaningful baseball in late August against a good team. Uh, I, you know, and, and we can talk about you know who you play and all that. Mm-hmm. I, I think this Twins team has proven that how they play is the most important factor. Mm-hmm. They've beaten good teams. They've lost to bad teams. Uh, I think I actually thought the Rangers kind of started playing better this weekend. The Twins won a couple close games, and they win the Thriller on Sunday. Really, the only and the only game they lost uh, was against Max Scherzer, who's pitching great and. Griffin Jacks just had a terrible game. Otherwise, they might have swept. So, I just think the Twins are. I, I just I see this team as being basically three factions. Uh, starting pitching continues to be excellent in general. Uh, the young hitters have helped them become one of the best offensive teams in baseball since the All Star break, and the bullpen is now to me the primary question mark. Duran's still doing the job. He had you know a little bit of a lull. Most people do during the long season, but he's still doing the job. Uh, they have people who can pitch well in the sixth inning. But, you know, the seventh and eighth, who's going to pitch, how well they're going to pitch, that to me is, is kind of the last domino for this team. You know, Brock Stewart probably isn't coming back till mid-September at mm. best. Jax has been up and down lately. Pagan's been actually been excellent for a long time, but do you want him in the eighth inning? Thielbar has been generally good, but not overwhelmingly good. Uh, and, you know, so so I think that's that's the area of the team to watch right now. And Griffin Jacks as well has been up and down, started the season yep. well and, and not so much lately. And then the Saturday game was interesting because I, I agreed with uh, Baldelli bringing in Duran when he did in the eighth inning to face the top of the order, and then Jackson in the ninth. Now, it didn't work out, but he brought in his best pitcher to face their best guys. Uh, that's a, a good strategy. It worked that inning. He just didn't have the guys come through in the ninth. Yeah, Jacks just had a terrible outing, and yeah. he has been, he's been concerning. Lately, um, he has good stuff. He, I didn't, you know, listen, you can get everybody gets beat a certain amount of time in Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. I would rather see, you know, my guy, my eighth inning guy get beat with the ball going over the fence than with him just throwing not non competitive pitches to start outside the strike zone and stay outside the strike zone. Um, you know, hitters pop up pitches down the middle. You know, so if you can have a good result on a bad pitch in the strike zone. If you're going to throw a pitch that is a ball the whole way, if you're going to walk people without even challenging them, I just hate to see that from a late-inning guy. Yeah, that's for sure. And and then uh, 13 innings yesterday, but the first nine of those uh, from, I don't know, I guess they're calling it a, a piggyback uh, a situation, yep. four innings from Ober, five innings from Keuchel. They, they gave them nine. Most of the good innings were from Keuchel, uh, as Ober looks like he's starting to get a little fatigued. I wrote about that today because yeah. I think I – think, uh, Ober is absolutely gassed, mm. um, and he pitched okay the first few innings, and then as soon as he got a little fatigued, he just – and, you know, I've always had scouts tell me, and I think it's been proven out by modern stats too, that when you get tired, you don't necessarily lose velocity, you lose command of mm. your velocity. Mm. And I just think you're seeing a lot, of, a lot of hittable pitches from Ober right now. I think he's gassed. Um, you know, I think if you put him on a lie detector, he would tell you he's gassed. And Keuchel is pitching great. 11 yeah. straight shutout innings. 
So I would just flip-flop the two. I would let Keuchel go as deep as he can as a starter. That might be six innings every time out. And then I would let Ober pitch, you know, whatever period of effectiveness he's got for you. Let him come in and just throw as hard as he can for an inning or two, um, maybe, you know, maybe three. But I, I, I think he's past the point where he can give you four or five innings. And, you know, I've heard it said that fatigue leads to injury. Is there any concern once a yeah. pitcher is up this number of innings? It, there is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Twins are doing the dance. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you don't want to shut, shut down a, a valuable starting pitcher or a valuable arm. Um, and I, But, I, you know, obviously they were very ready to get him out after four yesterday. Uh, there is a chance of injury, of course, when you're more fatigued. Mm-hmm. That's why, again, I would just like to see him pitching out of the bullpen, and, and then you can pick your spots. You can uh, you can manage however many innings you want him to pitch. You can tell him how many innings he needs to prepare for. Uh, and, and really, you know, he's probably not going to be a starter in the postseason, So, and you, you have a shallow bullpen right now. Maybe he can help that bullpen out. Yeah. You know, I, I bring that up because it seems to me as though – Otani had been struggling with some dead arm, and they kept pitching him, and then he winds up tearing his UCL. I don't know that yep. one led to the next necessarily, but it sure seemed like that was kind of a progression. It does seem logical that if you're tired, you're going you're gonna to try too hard. And, mm-hmm. and as a pitcher, what happens, as you know, pitcher mm-hmm. trying too hard means you're probably going to overtax your, your elbow or your shoulder trying to squeeze extra velocity mm-hmm. out of your arm um, You know when you're fully healthy. Good pitcher, most good durable pitchers when they're fully healthy drive everything with their legs. You get a little tired and you, you might start overusing your arm. He's amazing, isn't he? Otani. So he tears his oh. UCL, then he goes out the next day, has multiple extra base hits, driving in runs, stealing bases. Yeah, I blew the ligament. I can still hit. And he might be having the best season offensively in baseball this year. He's phenomenal. He's just phenomenal. I just, it's a great story. And I, I always feel like in our football led sports culture, He's getting way underplayed uh, because you know. Imagine, I mean, basically, if he was in the NFL, he'd be a star quarterback who's also an excellent pass rusher. Right. I mean, that that that's what it translates to what he's doing. It's, it's ridiculous what he's doing. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, FedEx Cup wraps up yesterday. A dominant performance by uh, by Victor Hovland. Uh, you know, with the strokes involved, he and Xander Shoffley actually shot the same score, 19 under for the weekend. But with the staggered start, he winds up winning by five shots. Uh, I, I'm sure we've talked about it before, but how do you feel about the staggered start? Oh, I hate it. Yeah. It just doesn't feel like sports, you know. It just doesn't feel right. Um, and what would you rather watch? Uh, you know, uh, Hovland win by a bunch of shots, or those two guys coming down the stretch, uh, really fighting for the title, and maybe even having to play extra holes to decide it. It's, yeah. You know that that it, it's horrible. And and I, I love Hovland. Um, you know, it feels like there are fewer likable golfers left mm. after we've been through all the live and, <laughs> and stuff. But he just he just I think he's one of those guys who. Is exactly who he seems to be. He's just kind of a an easygoing, likable guy. Doesn't stress out about too much stuff. Just loves playing golf. So it's fun to watch him win. But it would have been even more fun if uh, we could have watched Xander, who's another really good dude, and uh, and Hovland in like a playoff or a, or, or a chase down the stretch. Yeah, I, didn't it happen that they went to this? You know, having one winner at the end after there was some awkwardness between Tiger and Phil when one won the tournament and one won the FedEx Cup. Isn't that where this kind of started? I mean, I, I'm fine with two winners being named at the end yeah. with the FedEx Cup champion as well as the tournament champion. I, I want to go back to that. 
I definitely want to go back to that. This is just, and, you know, Shoffley was actually really good talking about it. Yep. He said, listen, I have friends, and, I, you know, here I am playing in the, in the tour championship, and I have friends text me saying, oh, so how does this work? Said, exactly. Why would you, why would you set up a, a tournament format that just confuses people? Yeah, I, I don't know. Hopefully they get rid of that at some point. But then Rory McIlroy kind of came out and supported it while Scotty Scheffler was saying this makes no sense. So even among the players, I don't think they know what the best thing is. When you try and have playoffs uh, in an individual sport, it's difficult to do no matter where you go. Yeah, and, and golf's also unique in that the players are kind of the entire show, so they have a loud voice. But I don't want players deciding. I, I always say That's uh, right. players, coaches, managers, those people should be kept away from decisions about what's good for the sport. You know, if, if, if baseball managers could, were running the – the the uh, I mean Tom Kelly at one point I got along with him but at one mm. point he said that these games should be played with no fans and no media in the stands you know she was just pure you know players and and sometimes managers and coaches uh, they care so much about the nuts and bolts of their sport sometimes they miss the big picture completely yeah yeah uh, so six guys have auto qualified for the Ryder Cup Brooks Kepka is not among them do you think they choose him anyway for the team. I really think they have. as anti-live as I am, mm-hmm. I don't know how you uh, you say you're bringing your best team uh, to an event if you don't have Brooks Koepka. He's probably the seventh most qualified golfer. Yeah, he won he a major. He's a clutch guy. He's been a stalwart in Team USA. Uh, so I, I just don't know. You know I, I wouldn't be offended if they said we're not taking live players, but I can't imagine them doing that. Uh, Jim, thanks so much. Live at 5, Sports at Todd and Suhan brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort.